Hey, Jay here. What I hope will be an upcoming weekly podcast, loosely titled Real Talk in Real Time. This is your behind the scenes access to my creative process of writing and sharing real talk and uh, where you can expect mostly off the cuff musings, rants and raves from me and maybe an occasional special guest. You may or may not be getting some construction noise in the background. I apologize immensely, but I am heeding my own advice that I gave to a client recently and I am getting started without having everything perfect. And so here we are. In this week's installment of Real Talk in Real Time, I'm just being as brief as possible because, you know, like I said, this is a work in progress and uh, I'm going to see how things progress. So today I want to kind of go over my last post. I felt a little angst in sharing um, the post from Sunday, which was titled Dropping Truth Bombs. And it's interesting because, you know, the whole point in writing and sharing real talk is to be real on my terms and not give a whole heck of a lot of consideration to what other people think necessarily because it's my life, right? But I shared some really, really, really deeply personal things in that post and unbeknownst to me at the time there was a glitch with the Substack platform so I'm not even sure that everyone received it but I didn't get any feedback I mean like zilch you know not that I expect feedback on every post that I get but usually at least one person will like or comment or share or something I got nothing and so because I didn't know that Substack was having a glitch I assumed that it was what I wrote And of course, then I started to worry, like, did I share too much? Did, you know, are people feeling like sorry for me now? And so they don't, they don't have anything to say. And that was scary. And I was uh, taken aback by that. Like, it made me rethink, am I doing the right thing? You know, is this really about ego? Am I sharing my stories because... I just want to have something to say. I want to put something out there. Am I really helping someone? Like, did it did it help? Was my intention in writing that was to share? But then also, I was thinking, you know, in doing this and really putting this out there, that maybe someone else will read it and go, "Oh my God, I'm not as fucked up as I think." Because here is this person that you know. Usually, I exude this, you know, this confidence that if she's going through this, then you know maybe there's hope for me in the world or something along those lines, without sounding too, you know, grandiose. And like I said, so when I didn't get any feedback, I really started to question if I'm doing the right thing. Should I be sharing? Is anyone getting any benefit from my stories? And so when I didn't hear anything back on Sunday and I didn't hear anything on Monday because you know Sunday you know I I would like to think that people are reading more personal things on the weekend and so that's why I'm releasing real talk on Sunday but at least by Monday it's been in your inbox and you know come Monday morning or Monday afternoon you know hopefully you're taking time to read my stuff but I didn't get any response on Monday I didn't get anything I think on Tuesday either and so that's when I was really starting to like regret that I had shared this post but I, I know that I have at least, 
out of the you know 100 plus subscribers to Real Talk, I have two or three, maybe five people that have grown to become friends, and you know I count on them to kind of give me feedback, you know, when we have talks because there's some people I connect with on a regular basis. And so I reached out to uh, a few folks and said, hey, um, did you get a chance to read that post? I'm starting to feel a little insecure about it. Like maybe what I shared was, was too deep or now people you know, are really seeing me in a different light and they don't like me anymore or what have you. And I was pleasantly surprised to hear from several people and saying like oh my god that post was really good it was one of your best I really felt you know that you were sharing something deep and I could relate and you know just some other good positive things and so you know thank you thank you thank you to my dear friends um, Jazz and Pam and Dawn um, Sam um, my hubby you know that you guys really let me know that I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm called to do, I'm doing what feels right, and that it's helping me, but then also in sharing that, you know, I'm, I'm helping others, even if it's not in the sense of saying, this is what I did and you can do it too, and so I'm giving you how-tos, but just being real and being relatable, right? Because that, that's really, at the end of the day, my story is, this is me. I can't be anyone else at this stage. I really just don't have the energy to, you know, not that I was ever trying to necessarily, but like really this is me with everything else just <laughs> swept away and hopefully that that's beneficial to someone. So again, thank you um, to my peeps who um, responded to my cries for tell me I'm not being a complete fuck up. Okay, so enough of that. Um, another thing I want to touch on that I haven't had an opportunity to write about and I've wanted to for such a very long time is my marriage. So um, for most of you who have been following me and following Real Talk, you may know that I have relocated back to Sarasota, Florida from Washington State. You know, I've been you know sharing posts about my cross-country drive with my brother and getting back here, but in the midst of that I've only briefly mentioned my husband and our relationship and our marriage and I I purposefully did that because I did have the intent to write about it and to go into you know detail and that didn't happen so I just want to touch on it because there's there's really there's a lot and yeah in time I guess I will write about it but for right now just to say look marriage no matter what it ain't easy I don't care who you are. You have your ups, your downs, your ebbs and flows. And um, I would love to believe that one of the the greatest things about being in a committed relationship is, is you learn and you grow and you evolve together. And that's going to be different for everyone, for every relationship, for every couple. And that is no less true for me and my hubs. And so... Yes, I am now currently based in Sarasota, Florida. My husband is still in Olympia, Washington. We have a long-distance marriage. And yes, that sounds crazy to a lot of people. And initially, when he and I were talking about this, and it wasn't necessarily under the best of terms, like we were going through some issues. We were going through some relationship issues. We were going through some financial issues, which, you know, of course, brought about some emotional and mental issues. 
Um, but we also said, like, look, we have to do what's best for both of us, but stay together. And if couples that are in the military can, you know, survive deployment, then we can too. That like, this isn't a permanent situation. That this is this is an interim thing, and we're figuring it out. But that we are committed. And granted, along those lines, there have been moments where we were thinking we weren't going to be together, and we kind of worked together for a little while, especially with the separation. But to put everyone's mind at ease, for anyone who was wondering or cares, we are still married. We still have issues to work out, just like I said with every couple that does. And so, and that's what we're doing. And so, you might see or read something on Real Talk or on my social mentioning my husband, and sometimes you won't. But, um, you know, don't get it twisted. I am still very much married, and I'm so. I know that he's happy to hear that, but yes, that is that is the truth. He and I are working through our shit, and yeah, so enough about that. Which leads me to um, this past weekend, I think it was, I watched a Netflix movie, A Marriage Story, starring um, Scarlett Johansson and Adam, Adam Driver. I hadn't really considered watching it (laughs) I know it's weird because I put it in my queue to watch but only because okay so here I am with the whole movie thing I am a sci-fi action comedy person like I don't do romantic you know rom-coms because I find them boring you know they're they're always so cliche and so like yeah they bored a shit out of me but every now and then when I see stars that I like in something that's not an action sci-fi type movie I will put it aside because sometimes I need a break from those you know sci-fi action movies because my brain is constantly going and those in movies like you know sci-fi and action movies my brain is still going and so having something that is what I would consider a bit of a downer so that my brain can take a break I'm sorry, people, for most of the time, that's going to be like a rom-com or some type of drama or whatever. And so that is why I put this movie in my queue, even though at the time that I did it, I wasn't thinking I would watch it anytime soon. So fast forward this past weekend, I'm feeling a little like, oh my God, my brain is about to bleed out of my ears and I, I just need something that's not going to like get me too riled up. And I was feeling a little melancholy. I was, you know feeling lonely, missing my hubs, and so that's why I watched this movie. And I gotta tell you, I was pleasantly surprised that, you know, Scarlett, who I adore, and I have to say in this movie, she looks a lot like Annette Bening, which is really strange, because it kept taking me away from her character and putting me to, like, where do I know this other woman from? But anyway, and so I really like her. I was really pleased to see her in a role like this because I feel like it was something that was different and unique and Adam who I only know from the new Star Wars movies you know as being you know the evil pre Dark Darth Vader whatever post I still can't get those movies straight I know I just said I'm a sci-fi person but not necessarily the new Star Wars stuff please forgive me anyway so it I thought it was going to be you know kind of cute to see him doing something different and like I said pleasantly surprised that this movie when I described it to my hubs and I told them I watched it that it's it's a smart movie 
and it's real. You know, there's there's nothing, at least I didn't get the impression that there was anything candy-coated in this movie. Like, this is a couple that they're trying to figure out how to be bi-coastal, or, or is it that they were being bi-coastal after a breakup? But you'll have to watch it. At any rate, it was real, and I really appreciated it, and that Adam can sing, because this little bit at the towards the end of the movie where he he's singing, he's got some chops. So um, if you're into, you know, rom-com, but you want to go the more, you know, real, realistic route, I highly recommend checking out the Netflix movie, A Marriage Story. Uh, okay, so enough on that. My last little bit for this brief intro to real talk in real time is to kind of rant a little bit about me and social media so I have this love-hate thing going on with social media because for the last what 10 15 years or so I've been working in the realm of social media marketing for small businesses artists entrepreneurs yada 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 and so I'm not an expert in by any means because if you look at my following on social channels I'm not an influencer but one of the things that I have tried to maintain in all of my client work and counseling and coaching about social media marketing is that the whole point of social media marketing is to be social right is to connect with your fans your followers your who your like people or whatever you want to call them and actually have connections with them and have build relationships with them to have a community it's not just to be you know to promote your stuff and say bye 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 for me and so i'm trying to maintain that in my own social outreach but in trying to do that i'm still very much exposed to all of the madness that I don't want to be exposed to. So I say all that to say I have spurts where I spend a lot of time on Instagram or I spend a lot of time on Twitter. And I will say I hate Facebook. I'm sorry, Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know if your true intention for developing this thing was is as, you know, the documentary put it or what have you but I am so freaking tired of the book of faces it is just too much noise and yes I know there are things I can filter out but like I said when I'm posting or you know I have one client that I'm helping with their social media stuff when I'm on there doing their stuff and I'm exposed to all this stuff you know I'm just like everyone else I see something shiny or I, I see a title and I click on it and before you know it I'm down a rabbit hole and my brain hurts and my heart hurts and so you will not find me on social media very much and when you do it will be in spurts but it will always be real and it will always be with the intention of let's connect let's have a conversation what do you think about this how do you feel about this and not just oh this is what I wrote I think you should read it you know and so going forward for this year for me at least even if that means no one follows me you know I don't build a large following I still genuinely want to feel like any content that I'm putting out it has a real benefit and it's not just noise and I will say this it's not always in real time that you know I get a wall hair up my batuti and I will take a photo and save it 
and I won't share it on the day that I saved it. Or, you know, when I'm out with friends, usually the last thing I'm thinking about is taking a photo or a selfie. And usually it's at the end of our time together, like, oh, we didn't take a photo. We take the photo and then I still don't post it until like a week later when I'm reflecting on the time that I had with that person because my focus during that time is to actually spend that time. Because you know what? And for those of you who are familiar with the post that I wrote about, you know, when I had a heart scare, these moments that we have, everyday moments, they are not promised and they are fleeting. Take advantage of them. Be grateful for them. Be grateful for the people in your life because you never know when you're taking your last breath. And so, okay, I tried to keep this at 15 minutes. We're a little over 16, 43, 44, 40, 40, you you get what I'm saying. So I'm going to break off from here and let me know what you think. If this is something that you want to hear on a weekly basis, I will try and keep these on Fridays. Um, I will try and make these about, hey, some up-and-coming things that I'm thinking about writing or reflections on something that I wrote or, you know, maybe it's tidbits about someone new that I found online or, you know, I don't do news, I don't do sports, so he won't hear that here, well, mostly. So, yeah, again, please, you know, if you're on social and you want to drop me a line about this or anything else that I've written or something that is of interest to you, please do. You can always email me at holla at jherman.com, H-O-L-L-A at jherman.com, or, you know, drop me something on the website. Oh, and that's last thing I will say is that for the month of February, so the end of January and February, all content on Real Talk is absolutely positively open to everyone. There is no distinction between premium content, bonus content, yada, 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 because I changed my mind and that is my prerogative and I might change it again. So we'll see how things go forward and I hope you have an awesome, awesome day and an awesome weekend and I look forward to connecting with you all again soon. Thanks for supporting Real Talk and supporting me. Ciao.